0: Hello! It is I, Dr. Von Pompenigl. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael has been delayed, so I thought I'd pop in to show you my latest invention. People always say that my inventions don't work, but I have a good feeling about this one, okay? Watch very carefully. Behold, the single-use instant matter transformer device thingy! <laughs> With one click of the button, this banana
1: <laughs>
0: will become whatever I want it to be. Let's think. Hmm, I've needed a new hair since the last one overheated. Hmm. Okay, put in the details, press the green button, and... Yeah. It worked! It actually worked! Did you see that? Hey, uh, what's going on? It worked! The single-use instant matter transformation device thingy worked! What are you talking about? I created a machine that could change one object into another. And look, I changed the banana into a hairdryer. Right. A hairdryer. How do I know your machine did that? You could have just bought a hairdryer. Yeah, but I have all these witnesses on the podcast. You're the banana. It's just, the podcast is like the radio, you nitwit. They can't see anything. For all they know, you just made a lot of sounds and then claimed it had worked. But it's the first time one of my inventions has ever worked. And no one saw it. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Doctor. Don't worry about it. I'm sure you can invent something else. I would know my breath. Welcome to Tinker Time. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's on the show today, Michael? Well, first up, we have another cracking big Bible question.
1: Michael's big Bible
0: Today's big Bible question comes from Isabel. How do we know what Jesus is doing in heaven when we can't see him? Is he sitting down? Well, thank you, Isabel. Sometimes it is really hard imagining things we can't see, especially when we've never been there. When we can't see things, we have to trust those who can. That's why it's great that the Bible is God speaking to us. And he knows what's happening in heaven because he's there. So, here are three very exciting things God tells us Jesus is doing in heaven. 1. Jesus is speaking to the Father for us. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 tells us, Therefore he, Jesus, is able to save completely those who come to God through him. Because he always lives to intercede for them. That means to speak up for them. Jesus is on our side, talking to God the Father for us. Two, Jesus is holding everything together. Colossians chapter 1 verse 17 says, He, Jesus, is before all things, and in him all things hold together. If it wasn't for Jesus, the whole world would fall apart. Did you know that? And number three, Jesus is the king of everything and he's in charge. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 22 we're told that God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church. Now when something is under your feet it means you're the boss. Jesus is in charge of not just a small country but the whole world. There is nothing that he's not king of. And if you're trusting Jesus, part of the church, his people, then he's on your side. There you go. Three things that Jesus is doing in heaven. He's speaking to the Father for us. He's holding everything together. And he's being the king of everything. Do you want to dig deeper? Well, go read Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. That's Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Because Jesus is in heaven, what can we do with confidence? How will this change the way you pray? Go dig deeper. By the way, if you want to read these big Bible questions for yourself, you can get them in a little little book. It's a kind of a mini book, um, which is called Michael's Big Bible Questions. And you can get that from our website, michaeljtinker.com forward slash shop. And uh, one half of it is Big Bible Questions, and the other half is Jokes of the Day. Oh yes, Uh, but a little bit more of that later on. Before that though, I think we've got a song about Jesus being the King.
1: So much hurt and tears and pain Soon we will see Jesus wins For Jesus rose in glory And when he comes again Then we will see Jesus wins Jesus wins He's the King He's the Lord of everything Soon everyone will see Jesus wins. Jesus wins. He's the King. He's the Lord of everything. Soon everyone will see Jesus wins. There once was a man in history who deserved the highest praise. Soon we will see Jesus wins. Though those he made had killed him. He stepped up from the grave Soon we will see Jesus wins Jesus wins He's the King He's the Lord of everything Soon everyone will see Jesus wins Jesus wins He's the King He's the Lord of everything Soon everyone will see now we can trust in Jesus when hope begins to crack. Soon we will see Jesus wins. He tells us not to worry, for he's come back. Soon we will see Jesus wins. Jesus wins, He's the King, He's the Lord of everything. Soon everyone will see, Jesus wins. Jesus wins, He's the King, He's the Lord of everything. Soon everyone will see, Jesus wins.
0: Why are you shouting? Hold on a second. There we go. That's better. Joe, what did you I say? Said, why are you shouting? Oh, and my ear plugs in because you, because you were singing. Anyway, is it time for joke of the day? Uh, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Grumpy. Right, let's get on with these jokes. Here we go. Are you ready, Michael? Ready and waiting. What type of cat likes to live in the sea? Uh, I thought cats don't like water. It's a joke, Michael. All right, go on, go on. Let me do do it again. What type of cat likes to live in the sea? Uh, what type of cat likes to live in the sea? I don't know. What type of cat likes to live in the sea? An octopus. Oh, octopus, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I get that. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah, of course, it is. It's in Mr. Grumpy's jokes of the day. Uh, right, next one. <clears throat> uh, you don't have to answer this one, Michael. All right, good. All right, go for it. Poo jokes aren't my favourite, but they're a solid number two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah good. Great way to bring things down. All right, what's next, Mr. Grumpy? All right, all right. <clears throat> Here we go. What did one eye say to the other eye? Michael, this is one you join in on. Oh, sorry, right, uh, sorry, go say it again. What did one eye say to the other eye? Uh, I don't know, what did one eye say to the other eye? Between you and me, something smells. Oh, because it's the nose, you see, because that smells, that's that's good, and and you smell as well, Michael, thank you very much. Well, Michael, I, I wonder what's going to happen in the next episode of the drama. Oh, yes, it's certainly getting exciting. The crew are approaching the planet Dendros, and things are about to get a bit heated. But, before that... Get your fingers ready to hit the subscribe button on our podcast. That means you will be told every time a new episode drops. Oh, you're getting the lingo. Very good, Michael. Very good. And, and also you can rate the podcast. So you can tell us how good you, uh, you think it is and pop in a little review and it just helps other people find it and go, oh, maybe this is worth listening to. All right, so you can do that for us. And of course, if you want to help us make more of these, some more podcasts, but also a second series of The Audio Adventure, then go to rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J. Tinker. you could support us monthly for as little as a pound a month um and uh, pounds not very much is it but actually it really helps us You can support us for more than that if you want. And the great thing is you get some little things in return. So you'll get the audio adventure. Every level will get the audio adventure. Um, But at different levels, you get CDs and downloads and all sorts of things. So please do go check that out at rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J. Tinker. But I know what you're waiting for. You're waiting for the next episode of Mission to Dendros. Um, Roberta?
2: I am Roberta, the onboard computer.
0: Roberta? Play the next episode.
2: Affirmative.
1: Mission to Dendron.
0: Log entered by Agent 12. Mission to Dendros. Our aim is to find out why they've cut off all communications to the founder and bring them back to
2: a problem has been detected with the ship's log. Uh,
0: hello, who are you?
2: I am Roberta, the ship's onboard computer.
0: Oh, hello, Roberta.
2: Hello, Michael.
0: <gasps> How do you know my name? I only said I was Agent 12. Are you another spy? Are you in league with the enemy? Are you... No,
2: you're wearing a name badge.
0: Ah, ah yes. <laughs> that was Septima's idea. She likes everyone to know what's going on, who everyone is, and what's happening next.
2: I like Septima.
0: Anyway, what what's the problem you've detected?
2: The ship's log is entered by the ship's captain. He is called Archibald. You are not called Archibald, and you are not the captain, so you cannot do the ship's log.
0: Well, Archibald's busy making the rest of the crew listen to a lecture on East Asian Gibbons. Ooh, ouch. You're meant to be the ship's computer. Surely you can hear him doing that.
2: To be honest, I turn down the microphones when he's in the room. He talks such endless rubbish, all the time. It can really get you down, especially when you're as intelligent as I am.
0: But he's the ship's captain, and you're the ship's onboard computer. Aren't you meant to be listening out for orders?
2: Well, yes, I suppose. But I tend to listen to Septima, really. She seems to know what's going on.
0: True. So what shall I do about the ship's log?
2: Planet Dendros detected.
0: We're here! Brilliant. Uh, Can you bring it up on the monitors?
2: Visuals. Magnify. Screen
0: two. Whoa! Look at that planet! It's so green! It's not a very nice green, though, is it? Mr Grumpy, I thought you were in Archibald's lecture on gibbons. I managed to draw a life-size picture of myself and then crawl out. Nobody noticed. You did a drawing. Good for you. I love drawing and making things. I've seen the stuff you make. It's really good. Really good? Are you being nice, Mr Grumpy? Or are you ill? Maybe you should see the ship's doctor. It's really good, because you take one look at it and think, I could do better than that with my eyes shut, standing in a Force 9 hurricane. And you chuck it in the bin. I see. It's the same with your singing, really. The music's alright. But when your voice comes on, it's like a thousand parrots have been electrocuted in you... Message received from Dendros. What does it say? It
2: says D I E.
0: D I E. Is that code? No, D.I.E. spells die. They want us to turn back or die. Turn back? I don't think so. We come in peace. And look at Dendros on the screen. It's peaceful. It's covered in trees. I don't like trees. They drop leaves everywhere. And when you climb them and fall out, it really hurts. That's not exactly the tree's fault. Now you're just getting grumpy about gravity. I hate gravity.
2: We are entering Dendros's gravitational orbit.
0: Well, whatever the message means, it can't possibly mean that they want us to... What was that?
2: Dendros is firing on us.
0: What? Dendros is firing on us. I heard you. It's just... I can't believe it. Incoming missiles detected. I'm Chief Navigator. I'll get us out of here. Plot to... another planet. Where's my map? It's here somewhere. Who moved it? Has anyone seen my map? It's jolly noisy in here. What's the loud sound? Reminds me of the sound of the long-necked spiffer bird of Indonesia. I came across one out in the wild and... We're under attack!
2: It looks like Dendros doesn't like visitors.
0: Don't panic everyone, I've got this all under control. Uh, Actually, maybe you can panic a bit. Uh, Roberta, switch on the deflector shields! Deflector shields not found. What? Where are the deflector shields? Checking.
2: Deflector shields not detected.
0: Well, there must be a problem with the deflector detector. Unless the deflector-detector's been sabotaged. Who would do such a thing? A deflector! Do you think we have a deflector-detect-defector in our vector? It'd be great if you was called actor. What? <laughs> our vector contains actor, the deflector-detector-defector.
2: Oh, we don't have a... whatever you said. Because we don't have any deflector shields. We never have. That's why we can't detect them.
0: We just have to hope we don't get hit. We've been hit. Ship damaged. Oh, really? Thanks for letting us know. Thank goodness we got a super smart computer on our team. Would you
2: like a damage report? Yes, please. Let's see. We've lost our booster rockets, some fuel, and the ship's radio is stuck on one of Michael's songs.
0: We're done for. But at least we won't have to listen to Michael sing. We're wasting time. Come on. We must attack. Quite right. Power up the lasers. We do have laser cannons, don't we? We do. Excellent.
2: But they don't actually
0: work. Oh, dear. Well, this is a bit of a pickle. We need to send them a message. Say we come in peace. It sounds like we surrender. We do not surrender. Put me in the cannon and fire me at the enemy. I I won't just have plastic forks, I'll have plastic spoons.
2: Incoming missile detected. Impact in two minutes. We need a plan. What's the current situation? To get blown up in two minutes. Right. Um, any ideas? Anyone? Anything?
0: You know what? That Mr. Grumpy is a very nice fellow. Dr. Von Pompernickel, where have you been? And I think you've got Mr. Grumpy confused with someone else. No, no, no. I've been enjoying a conversation with him very much. He's still thinking about what I said. He's clearly amazed at my knowledge of
1: astrophysics.
0: I'm over here, and I'm not amazed at your knowledge on anything. I've met gibbons in the zoo who know more about astrophysics than you. Wait, how did you get here so fast? You were talking to a picture of me, you banana. I left it there as a decoy to get me out of that boring lecture. My lecture was fascinating. And I didn't even get to the journey back when I was captured by a lost tribe who made me their king. And for some reason, they always put their kings in hot water with lots of vegetables. Sounds like they wanted to eat you.
2: Oh, we really don't have time for this.
0: But it's given me an idea. We need to do what Mr Grumpy did. Make a decoy and put it out of the airlock. Roberta, what can this spaceship manage without?
2: Most of the crew.
0: Fair enough. But we need something big and metal that will explode when it gets hit. Well, the laser cannons don't
2: work. We could detach those.
0: But the people on Dendros will know that it's not the real ship and will come after us again.
2: Maybe not. If I reroute my computer systems to the laser cannons and I'm blown up, their missiles will no longer track you.
0: So we'll be drifting aimlessly through space without an onboard computer?
2: But at least we'll be alive until the gravity of Dendros pulls you in and then you crash land.
0: This is why I really hate gravity. You've actually got a point. We won't crash land. I'll be flying this ship manually. I can get us down safely. Why does that not make me feel any better?
2: Incoming missile impact in 30 seconds.
0: Well, we better do this then. Does this mean the end for you, Roberta?
2: Don't worry about me. I'm just a series of ones and zeros on a computer. My only
0: regret is that I never saw Venice. I went there. It was rubbish. Really? Overcrowded, full of tourists. You wouldn't have liked it.
2: Well, that's good to know. Rerouting system to laser cannons. Detaching laser cannons. And... Decoy deployed.
0: Let's just hope Hector doesn't ruin it.
2: There is no Hector.
0: Three, two, one... Cleaning Tower of Pisa was rubbish too. Mr Grumpy, can't we just have a moment for Roberta, the onboard computer? She's just a computer. No different from throwing an old smartphone into the shredder. That wasn't an old phone of mine you shredded. It was a brand new one. How was I supposed to know? And didn't you say that decoy was my idea? So actually, it was me that saved the day. You've got a point there. You kind of
2: saved the day, but now we're just drifting aimlessly through space without an onboard computer.
0: Don't worry. I've got the controls and I'm heading for that big green planet. When did you last fly a spacecraft on manual? Not for years. But it can't be that hard. It's like riding a bike.
2: I thought you once had a bike accident and lost your memory.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that. Don't worry, everyone. I know exactly what I'm doing. The control panel's over here. Ah, yes. So it is. What does this button do? You don't need a train. You don't need a car. I think you need this one so you can steer. Ah, yes. Now... Here we go! The gravity is taking effect. It feels pretty heavy. Should we be worried about that? Let's face facts. You're worried about everything. Well,
2: someone has to do the worrying around here.
0: And we're very grateful, Septima.
2: But we're doomed! Michael, I'm sorry about this. We've let you down on your mission. Our one job was to get you to Dendros and we're going to fail.
0: No, it looks like we're going to get to Dendros... Or just in tiny pieces Nonsense, we're going to land just tickety-boo But it's just trees as far as
2: the eye can see
0: Not that bit over there That's where we're landing Which bit? That long blue bit
2: We can't land there It's
0: flat, it's perfect It's a river Eh? Oh, better than landing on trees Too late now Everyone strap in ship's log Ow Episode 3 was written by James Carey and starred Michael J. Tinker and Anna Nicholson Sound was created and edited by Nicholas Alexander Join us again for the next exciting installment of Mission to Dendro. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tinker Time. We hope you enjoyed it and learnt a lot as well. And had a few laughs. And had a few laughs. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, rate it, uh, give us a review, share it with your friends, tie it to the leg of a pigeon, um, whatever it is that you do to communicate with other people. uh, And go and support us at rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J. Tinker. Remember your name, Michael. Uh, That would be brilliant so we can make more of these. See you next time.